That music just makes me want to party. What's going on, Coco? Back again. Back again. This has been awesome. And uh, I'm real pumped tonight because uh, I've got my boy Frankie on, so I'm going to bring Frank straight on. How are you, brother? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I could see you shaking your head down there when that music came on. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that wasn't like that in the last one I listened to. <laughs> I've had that uh, the last two weeks. Just uh, gets me up and about, mate. Gets me up and about. Get uh, I get ready to learn a few things, you know. I was not expecting it put it that way. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm always full of surprises, mate. You're just lucky you didn't get me last week because uh, I was in a uh, bit of a different attire last week. So um, I'm, I'm back. To my, photos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, back to my usual dress code this week. Although it was nice, I had a bit of uh, you know. Bit of wind between the thighs and bit of bit of uh, wind on the armpits, so it wasn't too bad. But um, it's all good. So here you go, mate. Thanks very much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, going all right, man. Things are very busy. Lots, lots going on in life in general, but overall, pretty good. That's good, mate. And uh, busy's always good, but sometimes it is nice to have a break. So, but I know you are a busy man. I uh, every time I speak to you, there's there's always something going on, and we're going to talk about a few of those tonight because um, there's something that you've been working on that I'm super interested in, and I know there's a lot of other people that are interested in it, and uh, it's a little bit over my head, so hopefully you can uh, dumb that down for us a bit um, tonight, which will be great. But I'm going to do a quick hello to the chat. As always, we can't neglect our chat because we love our chat, and uh, two Aussie thrifters are in. Brad and Jazz, and they have dropped your link. So if anyone does want to check out Frank's channel, it is also in the description. So if you're catching up later on, you can check out his channel there. There's, um, what have you been doing? There's uh, monthly interviews you're doing yourself, aren't you? Yeah, I've been doing a few. Nothing nothing planned for this month just yet, but, yeah, I'll, I'll look to get back into those maybe early next year. Yep. I love it. I was enjoying those, especially that last one. The uh, last bloke you had on, he was a good-looking rooster, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, Toby's in. What's going on, brother? Aussie tip rat. Uh, you're thrifting, buddy. What's going on, Coco? Now, I put some questions out to Instagram too, and the first question that we got actually came from your mate, Rob. Um, mm. And he actually asked, so we'll start with that. How does Frankie enjoy being two points behind me in the thrift rides? We're, we're actually going out on Saturday. Uh, so there's a chance to redeem myself, I suppose. But, oh, look, I, I can't believe that we went out. For, for anyone who hasn't actually watched, Rob's got two days of the Garage Sale Trail up on his channel on YouTube. And I still can't believe that we picked up what we did. But uh, between us, we've, we've got over, like, probably five or six grand worth of stuff in a couple of days. It's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Absolutely blew me away watching that. I sort of got some little sneak peeks behind the scenes before the videos went up. Yeah. And I can believe the stuff you boys were pulling in, especially, um, well, Rob with his grail. I think he was pretty happy with that. He was flexing that a bit. But um, just between years, it was like we were saying, Rob got the points, and I think that was based on the fact that he's been chasing that thing for so long. But yeah, any day, I've already found that before. I said to him, I said, I found that over a year ago. It's on the ball. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a uh, what's that for the rookies? Is it? Uh, Sam's in. Sam's been on the road. Aaron Lauren been very busy. Uh, just try and catch up. Everyone's just saying hello. We flipping good stuff. Zach's in. Jazz. Kara. Uh, no, Brad, no dress this week. Sorry, I know you did enjoy it, but uh, not this week. Oz Riley, Sam's in, Drew and Sarah, Charlie, how you going, Charlie? And I think I've caught up. Um, so I think last I looked, Frankie, you were nearly at 200 subs. Now, last week I had to wear a dress to help Charlie mm. get to the 150. And mm. everyone chimed in and they were, they all got up and about just to see me in the dress, but to follow Charlie's channel. And she she's about to push 200 as well. So everyone's just jumped on and now that's been exposed to them. Now I want to do a similar sort of thing with your channel. I want to get you over 200 tonight. And I'm going to put it up to the chat. I'm going to give them the option to pick a challenge for me to do next week. And we'll filter through and we'll find something for me to do next week. Only if we can get Frank to 200 subs. So what I want to do is get everyone to put their suggestions in the chat. And this is for a challenge for me next week. Brad has dropped Frank's link. And let's get him over 200. And um, we'll, we'll pick up a challenge out of the chat. And I'll, uh, I'll attempt that next week. Only if we get Frank to 200. And this actual stream gets 50 thumbs up. So, uh that's your challenge tonight. <laughs> and, uh, What's going on? I, I haven't even looked lately. What's the account at? Uh, I can't remember, mate. I had a look earlier. It was at about well, I was late 100s, so we're not far off. We'll get you there tonight, I hope. <laughs> uh, raw sushi, thrifting in the dress. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I, like I, I don't know how I'd uh, do that one. I'm... Uh, you're at 188, 188. So not too yeah. far away. So let's get Frankie to 200. Now, I can't go. I'm going to do it live. Whatever the challenge may be, I'll do it live next week. So let's get Frankie to 200, and um, we'll come up with something in the chat. So <laughs> they're all saying fish, a scallop bottle of fish sauce. I've already yeah, done the fish sauce. So, uh, I, I did, um, I think was it earlier this year or late last year, Rob sent me a uh, mystery package. And it had some fish sauce in it that I had to drink on a uh, video. So it didn't go down too well. I'm not real keen on doing that again. So hopefully, <laughs> immediate thumbs up. Hopefully, <laughs> we can get you to 200, but I'm not real keen on the uh, fish sauce. Hopefully, we can come up with something a bit better than that. So what we'll do first, Frankie, I'm sure everyone here knows you. You've been around the scene for a long time. Um, mm -hmm. But just give us a little introduction. Who are you and who is thrifter.me? Uh, all right, so I'm a part-time reseller. Still got the full-time job, working probably around 45 hours a week, day job. Uh, got a little girl. She just turned one a few days ago. Oh, happy and, birthday. Yes, and that was very good. And favourite things to sell, books, media, vintage items that are, are kind of unique and I'm willing to sort of take a chance on a few things as well, sort of based on experience and, you know, will the sell possibly. Looking for maximum 
focus and productivity with minimal time investment, if that makes sense. Yep. Also looking to transition a little bit from growing the eBay business solid to some more investment as well. So getting my money working for me because, again, time poor, but yeah, there's a little bit of cash coming up, so we're going to start putting that into a couple of other areas. Yeah, love that. Love it. Love a good investment. Um, so do, do you want to sort of touch more on that? what you kind of plan to do or are you keeping that on your chest for now? Uh, most most of it I've touched on before in a previous live stream, I think with Cara, Thrifty Pixie, mainly involving uh, shares and yeah, investment in, in a particular industry, being the lithium industry. Been in that since early 2014, 2015, so still uh, sitting on some of the games there, uh, particularly in the super, but yeah, I sort of quite like that space and do a lot of research around that as well. So I think we're still at the beginning of a, a giant macro mega trend. And yeah, so I'm looking to try and get some money in there while I can and using eBay as the vehicle to do so. Yeah. No, I love that, mate. I absolutely love that. So um, back on the reselling. Where did it start? What actually got you into reselling? Uh, I've, I've always been interested in like selling stuff and like, the concept of turning things into money. A uh, very long time ago, my uncle had a, a farm and way back then, uh, my eight-year-old brain decided that it would be a good idea to take sheep poo from under the sheep shed and put it in bags and then try and sell it on the side of the road and the brain was good but there was no action and I didn't actually get around to doing it but the the concepts and trying to I guess create money from well, effectively either hard work with an idea or just an idea itself yeah I've always been interested in that and then fast forward many years back to sort of 2008 2009 sort of when I first started eBay account and you know, started like most people do selling bits and pieces around the house and then found myself going out and calling past garage sales and the main story I usually tell people is that the Pokemon cards from the original series and a bunch of those are picked up for 20 bucks and yeah like six times six times my money in the first like, couple of weeks just on that and then after that I was hooked I'd go out and buy stuff and I had a a whiteboard that I get little post-it notes and I'd find, I'll give you an example, uh, a bunch of DVDs at the time, like old Pokemon movies and things like that. And I'd put, I paid 30 bucks for them and then as I'd sell one, I'd put them down one after the other. And I could just see myself paying off that lot and then as soon as I'd pay off the lot, I'd go and try and find something else and buy the next thing and rinse and repeat. Hmm. Uh, there we go. Turn crap into money, literally. Yeah. I, um, I, I love that you had that hustle mentality at such a young age. That's, uh, that is awesome. And is that something, do you think sort of as your daughter grows, obviously she's only just turned one, a bit young yet, but as she grows up, will you try and not push it on her, but guide her in a similar sort of path to your, your doings with um, kind of, learning the value of things and reselling and all that sort of stuff. Is that something that you want to educate on her as she's young? 
I, I think so. I think she'll probably pick up a lot of that just by, you know, general osmosis and seeing yeah. what I'm doing. And I'll, I'll bring her in here sometimes and print out labels and talk her through what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And even the last few days of uh, the dashboard, which we'll get to later, I've been sort of trying to explain that. And, yeah, she's one. She can't understand much of what I'm saying, but she kind of can at the same time. So, yeah, yeah. as I as I go forward, I'll be... I guess we've, we've taken her out a couple of times into the op shops and, you know, she seems to like it. So I don't think I'll have too much trouble getting her to come along on some, some missions anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I know my young bloke, he's uh, just over a year older than her. And um, so the same, he's kind of at the age now, he gets real interested in the things that I bring home. But he's at the, what they call the terrible twos and he just wants to rip into everything and mm -hmm. uh, think broken he's broken a few things on me now as we mentioned when i was on your stream i had one that day and he gets pretty rough and i think uh maybe boys are a bit rougher than girls sometimes at that sort of age but um he definitely has an interest so it's uh it's always good to have them around it and they they can learn from us kind of the value of money like we touched on your stream when i had a chat with you a few weeks ago that sort of me growing up i had no idea honestly i didn't and um now the way that I look at things with reselling and everything, I can sort of show him and he can sort of see some value in things. So I think it's uh, it's it's always a nice thing when you do have kids. Um, it's a bit different, like for myself growing up, I, I spent a lot of time working for my dad, like, you know, doing chores and he, he would pay us to do things like we used to uh, sell a lot of wood, like firewood and stuff. So I'd be out there swinging an axe a lot and... Aside from the exercise, I got a bit of pocket money out of it. But it was always work, not, you know, there was sort of no business behind that itself. And I think this is a different sort of idea where you can, I guess, teach that if you want something, I don't know, let's say you want a toy or a PlayStation 5 or whatever, if you do this process, you can actually get there yourself, not have to rely on someone else to give you the work. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Um, so you were originally from New Zealand, correct? Yep. And how long have you been in Australia? Since 2006. So, yeah, you've been here a while now. Um, did, were you doing any form of reselling when you were over there? I think you said you started your store in 2008. Is that right? Yeah, not, not, not at all, actually. I worked for government department for a little while. Sort of a, a bit of a rougher period of my life where a lot of drinking and general unhealthiness. I'll readily admit that. So, yeah, it was a, a good change to come over to Australia and, yeah, have a bit of a crack at a new beginning, I suppose. Yep. Yep. I love that. Um, do you get back? Obviously, this year's been a bit tough, but do you get back over there pretty regularly? Oh, I've been a couple of times, but not as much as I would like as well. Family's still back there. Yep. little brother who lives just north of where we grew up and uh, yeah, he's got a little little boy as well so i've definitely got to get back over there in the next year or two and, yeah family reunion yeah absolutely it's uh very tough this year like i spoke to charlie a few weeks ago and just trying to go home see the family she's she's from ireland it's the same sort of thing it's just uh really feeling for anyone that's got family overseas or even interstate it's um yeah. it's been been a tough year it's it's, it's crazy really, oh, yeah 
Yeah, so when you do go back over there, do you hit up the thrift often? Oh, I actually went last time I went back, I went to Auckland. My brother was living there at the time and we went out and we sort of spent, I think it was half a day sort of cruising around and just going through stuff and I was trying to teach him a little bit and saying, oh, this is potentially worth this and I can pick this up for this. And I did end up bringing a couple of things back as well, which later sold and I, as soon as I did sell, I would send a message, hey, look, this is what it sold for. And given that idea, but yeah, I don't think it's kind of taken as, as well as I would have liked, but yeah, he he does use Trade Me over there, which is the sort of local equivalent. Uh, eBay's not quite so prevalent, but yeah, he's he sold a few things on that and bought a few things on that, so yeah, hopefully it did help. Yeah, beautiful, I love that. Uh, just looking in the chat, Scotty's just woke up. From his old man nap. So, g'day, Scotty. How are you, brother? Uh, Nate, buy new dinosaurs. Of course, the young fellow wants to rip into him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Frankie, always with the words of wisdom. Aussie Tip Rat brought a BMX bike with money from collecting cans when I was a kid. Uh, cash of cans, hard slog. New Zealand, yeah. I, I've never been to New Zealand. I, I'd love to get over there. It looks like a um, lovely place. Um, is there much difference between sort of thrifting over there to here? Obviously, you'd pick up a lot more shit when you're at home, but is it just a similar same old, same old, or is there a lot of differences? Oh, I think it's pretty similar. Like I'm just I'm just reflecting back now and thinking we went to like a clothing outlet place that had kind of similar prices and, yeah, some things were overpriced and some were underpriced. I guess it's... It's the same, I suppose, just different areas. Some of the smaller towns, I reckon, might be pretty good. So yeah. on the to-do list is to get a van and just cruise like one end of the country to the other and just stop off. Yeah, that's that's in a few years. I'd like to take daughter over there and just spend a month or two or three even and just go from one end to the other and ship a whole bunch of stuff back here, make my own wholesale trip and get paid for it. Yeah. For sure, that'd be that'd be bloody awesome. Uh, did you say you eat healthy, Frank? Recall you taking me to a pie shop in KFC every thrift. Rob loves his pies. I'll give him that. <laughs> He's a uh, fair dink of true blue Aussie, isn't he? Yeah, he loves the Maccas in the KFC too. So um, now something I do want to talk about. You have run a blog ever since I've known you and I remember when I was sort of fresh into the reselling game, it was something that I was reading pretty regularly. Um, do you want to talk us through that a bit? What made you want to start this blog? Just just a record of, I guess, the journey itself and the process behind things and a good way to look back and just reflect on things that worked or could have been done better maybe. I've uh, struggled a little bit in the last... Well, yeah, I suppose with, with Bubba and having the time to get some new posts up there. I was doing a monthly summary uh, for quite a while and I think I managed to do, I want to say like 14 or 15 months of it yeah. and just tracking sort of sales and what was going on. So you can see there, April 2020, $112 per hour. That's, that's an average cost an average hourly rate which is something we can talk about later yeah 
to this day, I'm still surprised that I don't get more inquiries. When you see that, people either think, think that I'm full of shit or they just can't actually fathom it. And yeah. no one has actually asked or looked at it and said, how the hell is he doing that? It's, it still blows me away. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, anyone that hasn't actually seen Frank's blog, I have also dropped the link to this in the description. If you are by any means a reseller, I highly, highly recommend to come over, have a look. It's um, so well set up. It's easy to navigate. I'm, I'm a bit of a nuffy when it comes to computers and shit, but um, you've got everything down the side. It's just it's so well done. We, we all know Frank is... Uh, the guy that set up the website for the $5 challenge, and he can definitely set up a website. But this is uh, really well done, and you're going to learn a lot from it. So, um, I just wanted to keep it kind of simple, basic layout. I've, I've got a few more posts I've actually been working on in the last couple of weeks, which I haven't really uh, told anyone about. So look out for those in the next yeah, week or so. We'll get a few of those up. Um, covers the... Uh, so the Go Sail Trail, a couple of posts on that on each day, some interesting insights, uh, a few which came from Rob, actually. I was quite surprised. And <laughs> the, <laughs> the sourcing band as well had some some good little insights on that as well. Yeah. And uh, if you do want to get notified when Frankie does update the blog, you can put your name there. We better not put Kate's name in. Um, and you can put your email address there. And... You'll be notified when he does it. So I love it. I really do. Um, I don't know how you do it, but uh, I think it's fantastic. There's so much goodies in there. You want to track Frank's journey and just reselling in general, tips, everything. Love it, mate. There's and some good products here that you've updated as well. Yeah, beautiful. Um, this one that uh, drew my eye is the storage unit. Now, you have uh, now have a storage unit. Do you want to talk us through the storage unit a little bit? Um, this is it here. Yep. So as you can see behind me, this room, oh, there is a post somewhere about that, was just full of, full of tubs and full of stuff and to the point where I really struggled to even walk from the door to the computer to even get anything done. And it was causing a lot of stress and angst you know, between myself and, and the wife. And, yeah, I thought, well, why don't I just go get a storage unit and did some research and turns out there was a new one opening just up the road. The The price wasn't too bad. I ended up getting a three-by-three three and thought that I could sort of replicate this room but just lay it out a little better. And after mm, probably a month and a half of that, I quickly realised that, it was kind of working, but I didn't have any shelving in there. And then when I was going out and buying stuff and bringing it back, there was kind of nowhere to put it. So I repeated the same process again and then ended up moving into that one there, which you see is a 7 by 3 And for not a lot extra cost either. So that one cost me 138 a month, including insurance. That's the old one there. So basic, still basic setup, except for the... Um, racking there but it works pretty well it's a good size so with the storage unit do you do everything out of the unit i know we've been on uh private streams before and you've jumped in and you're at whatever time of the night and you're out in the unit do you 
pack everything? Do you just mostly, what, what percentage of your time do you spend in the unit working? 98% probably. Yeah, I can either do it two ways. So if I'm selling stuff through the day and I've finished work, I can print a few labels off on the, on the office machine. This unit's on the way home directly on the same route that I could take anyway. So it's zero, zero time out of my day to detour to go there or to drive there, which is awesome. So I can even print stuff there, or if I forget to do that, I can go to the unit, pack stuff, and then bring it home and print the labels and then drop it off at the parcel locker the next morning. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's, um, and you've you got the photos here with your little one. Just Does that just give you, just putting, sort of decorating it, it just gives you that um, sort of comfort like it is a, is a bit of a way. I, I think, like for me personally, now that I'm at home full time, I think it might be something I will look into. Maybe even though I've got the storage space here for now, but I think it'd be just nice to actually get away and work, because sometimes you just kind—I of, don't know. For me personally, I just kind of get sick of being at home all the time. To be honest, um, I found it very useful to separate work and and you know family time because. Yeah. Before this, I was coming home and I'd be like, walk in the door, stuff needs to be done, and then I would go, oh, I've just got to go pack six things, and I'd be gone for like you know, 20 minutes, half an hour or whatever. And it's just having that clear line of separation, yeah, I think it's been really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, there's some more photos of Frankie's urinal. With all the shelving and stuff, you do touch this on this on the blog so if um after this make sure you go over and have a look at frankie's blog but with the shelving and the setup how much of that was actually recycled uh the shelving did you buy that from someone else or baseboard in one place yep lady closing down a, a shop uh nearby she was actually selling stuff as well like, like kind of like a reseller but on a she had like a weird rental business or like um, home staging stuff. Nothing I really wanted to buy, but yeah. So I got those pretty cheap and then yeah, just set them up. Tax deductible, of course. I just, yeah, I, I want to spend a bit of this year, financial year, like just building out some of that infrastructure as well and just make life just easier. Every time that I go there, I want to have everything nicely set up in the same spot that I can just go and know where it is, don't have to think about it. And yeah. Yeah, I've got to take a leaf out of your book, mate, because I've got shit everywhere. I'm, I'm very unorganised myself, and that's something that I'm working on personally to try and uh, fix that because it just creates more work. I'm tripping over things. I've got shit everywhere because I'm <laughs> selling more now and I'm listing more, I'm buying more, and it's just... it's become overwhelming like it, it stresses me out looking at all the stuff that i do have to list and all the stuff that i've got laying around so <laughs> i love the uh, organization you've got i've got to take a leaf out of your book that's for sure um i'll just quickly swing over the chat and just see what they're up to if they're still uh popping about uh aussie tip right just go to local football all day on a sunday and fill a wool bale for cans a lot when I lived in Canada. 
some three twenty kilo boxes home by sold a jersey and really paid for it all. Oh, that's awesome. You gotta love that. You gotta love that. Um father would drop me off on the side of the road so I could walk along looking for hubcaps that had fallen off cars myself for pocket money. Love hearing these uh hustles from back in the day because that's um crazy. Uh Sam, enjoy your blog. And how do you do your calculations? My brain just doesn't work that way. Wish it did. Make good money, drive the road. And Brad has dropped the link to the blog there. So we won't look at any more of the blog. If you want to check it out, get over there and have a look. Um, Danny Kazin, how you going, Danny Carr? Good to see you. Just trying to catch up now. Just remember... Is there, is there an update on what uh, Frankie's up to in subs? Because we want to get him to 200 tonight. We've got 27 here at the minute. So um, if you're not subbed to Frank, his link's been plastered around. It's in the description. Go over and make sure you sub to him. If we get him to 200, I am going to do some form of challenge that the chat suggests next week. So I'm going to check right see where, where we're at. 190. 190, we've got 10 to go. So if there's two viewers out there that haven't actually set the frank, make sure to do it. I think I'll be thrifting in a dress because I won't be thrifting live. So um, we'll have to uh, work something out that I can do here from the house. Now, while we're still, um, there's your channel there. Talking about you and your business, something I've actually been chatting to you a lot about and you've helped me with something is outsourcing work. You've done quite a bit of that. Now, when did you start doing that? Oh, good question. I'm not 100% sure. I know it's been uh, it's been over a year, but my my helper, as they tend to call them in the reselling community, uh, recently got a job. She got a, a full-time job, so she said, can't help you out anymore, which I was a little bummed about. But I've actually just uh, signed up a local person just down the road and hopefully should get my first lot back maybe tomorrow, which will be good. Yeah, beautiful. So at what point with your reselling business did you realise you needed to bring in a helper? Time. It's definitely time, man. Um, I reckon I reckon I, I can allocate at the moment about 10 hours a week Maybe a little more if I push it into the weekends, early early hours of Saturday or Sunday morning. So I was finding that I can get a, get a, a fair bit of stuff done, but the the clothing side of things don't mind finding clothing. I tend to leave stuff that I could probably make five to ten bucks on consistently, like the the kind of more item stuff that I don't really want to deal with. Hate taking photos of it, that stuff. Hate measuring it, um, and the, the storage unit itself has no power, so everything that you see in it is all battery operated. Not real good for taking photos of clothes. Could probably do something about that if I really wanted to. Like there are battery systems that you can get that can help that sort of stuff. But yeah, I just decided at that time, like I was getting a lot of clothes that were sitting around, and I, I needed to get some help in that could yeah take that part of things away from me and some of the processes that I've used for listing stuff, particularly on the PC 
can speed things up a lot. So it, even with someone taking the photos and the measurements and creating drafts for me, it's still profitable for me to just review the end, punch in a bit of information, hit the list. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So it's, uh, as I said, we've, uh, I've been, I came to you recently because I'm looking at doing the same sort of thing. And for me, it's just a way for me to scale up because I'm sort of at the peak of something new. And if I was probably never going to go full time unless what happened to me happened. So I thought, well, why the hell not? I've got a bit of a package behind me. I'll try and scale up as much as I can. Um, obviously, I don't want to go too stupid with it either. But I think just having that extra, I'll be doing the same. Someone will be taking photos and measurements for me. That'll be it. They'll um, send that through to me. I'll still do the listings. But it just takes those few hours of my day out. And for the money that I can pay them to do it, um, yeah, it's, it's just going to help me out. That way I can be outsourcing more items and bring in more stock for them to do all the hard shit work. And then uh, simply I'll just list it. So, And I know, there's, I mean, there's obviously a lot of couples that work together. So they do have the two hands on already. So they don't sort of need that extra set of hands. Me personally, my wife, has her own business too. She works full time and she's flat out as it is. So um, plus the reselling side of things doesn't really interest her that much. So it's not something that I could get her involved with either. Um, are you the same? Are you at home? Is your partner involved in any way? No, not really. She's quite happy sometimes to come out and find stuff. She, she's got a good eye for things and she's got good taste, like things that she does pick up. I, I usually have some value of some sort, uh, but yeah, like day to day stuff, not interested, which is fine. You know, she's got her own thing, does her art, writing, and has a baby to look after. So, yeah, you know, that, that's her role, and she's cool with that. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, from Zach, there, what does your helper do, and what do you pay them? So, as we were just talking about, so photos, measurements. She will also uh, occasionally do some cleaning, like spot cleaning, through wash, ironing, if something's like real bad. You know. um, any defects or anything, take note of that, write it down. I create a little list sheet that you can write sizes on, measurements, defects, comments, whatever. And then nicely fold up the clothes, put them in a, I use freeze bags with a, a label as well. And just the, the label itself has my thank you card like printed on the label. So two birds, one stand type thing. What yeah. do I pay them at the moment? It's $4 an item for uh, clothing, anything a bit smaller like hats and things are like 2 bucks. And I, I kind of just leave it at that at the moment. Um, my drafter currently gets paid on an hourly rate with a, a minimum amount that I kind of expect. I, I could do that cheaper, but the person who's doing it for me, uh, yeah, it's, it's helping out someone that needs my help anyway, so that's all good. I worked out of the calcs uh, a while ago, and I was still paying... I think I paid around about $160 for like one of the boxes that I had, but the listed value was getting close to a grand. So there's, there's still a lot of money there. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's obviously the we've basically touched on the positives of having getting the help in. Have you experienced, um, or do you think there could be any negatives of hiring help? Yeah, sure. I think training is important. Um, like I, I sent to you earlier, there's a little PDF I created which kind of outlines what I'm looking for and the, the process, the clarity of the pictures, any issues. I think it's important to have that all set up right from the start and then just make it as easy as possible. Set clear objectives and time frames and that. If, you, if you're looking to hire someone, you know, you need three, four, five boxes a week and you need to be up front with them and tell them that's what you're looking for. Me, I'm not so fast if it's a, a week or even two or three. It's okay. I've got plenty of other stuff to list as well. Yeah. And obviously you said your, your previous helpers just left. You've got a new one. Um, well, guide us through the process of actually hiring someone. Where did you advertise and what did you say and what have you sort of spoken to them about? So the first time was on Facebook, just through, I wrote up a, a big spiel, kind of what I was looking for, minimum requirements. Toby's asked a questionnaire about ABN, so I'll put that in there just so I can get an invoice and make it tax deductible. Just a rough outline of what I was looking for at the time. And <laughs> within about half an hour, I reckon I had about 40 messages from different people saying, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do this. And I ended up just having to, to choose one that I thought kind of sounded good. And then this time, this time's been totally different. I'm, it's someone that we, we already know and thought that, yeah, maybe they might want to crack at it. It's, it's not yeah. like it's hard work as such. Just, yeah, it's pretty... Pretty straightforward once you've got the hang of it. Oh, absolutely. And I think we all know if you do get the hang of it, I mean, it'd be a good sort of, I mean, you do, you give them a tub of 50 items on a Monday and you're doing four bucks an item, there's a couple hundred bucks that they could smash out in a few hours. So for someone that is working part time, there's a couple hundred extra a week. I mean, and they don't have to worry about all the stresses of eBay, all the crap we deal with, with all the... We, uh, we talk about them all the time, all your dog shits that you cop on eBay and all the uh, dealing with all the people, dealing with eBay themselves, finding the items, all the crap on top. They've got to take the photos, do some measurements, and that's the end of it. So realistically, it's a good good gig. <laughs> so, I mean, before I was doing this side of things, I would, have, I would have loved to have something like that on the side, just a couple of hours a week and a couple hundred bucks. Absolutely. Uh, hiring someone makes you work, so they have to work. Can be motivating, but takes out some of the flexibility of being a solo operator. Yeah, that is true. Do you find yourself um, kind of being fussy? Are you the fussy? Uh, you're a pretty laid back dude. I can't see you being too fussy. For me, I'm now kind of fussy when I take photos, when I list stuff, opposed mm -hmm. to when I started my business, I was a slack ass. I'm still fixing shit. Um, but I find myself real picky now, and that's something that kind of worries me, that I am kind of particular with certain things. Do you find yourself like that? Oh, sometimes. Depends what it is. Like, if you're taking photos yourself, then, yeah, you probably expect a little more, I think. But you've got to 
you've got to think that the other person, particularly when they're new, doesn't have any context of what you're kind of looking for. Like, example, the the lady, it's a lady for the new one. Took some photos, sent it through as an example. She said, uh, is this what you're looking for? And there was a different shades of um, colors and stuff, and it was sort of inconsistent. I said, the quality is really good, but the actual photo of the item itself, just the color, looking for that white background. Um, put it against the wall, photo nice and clear, color pretty good, but there's some uh, faint white lines across the shirt in the background, sort of like this. And it was all from a shutter that was behind her. It was just those little things that you, you just pick up on. And yeah. if, it, if it really annoys you, just say something and then, yeah, all good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was fussy when I had the VA. Prefer to make my own mistakes, yeah. I think it would be a bit more fussy when it comes to the listing itself. Like, I don't mind someone doing the drafting because I'm, I'm kind of looking over it anyway. But I use a lot of templates and I'm trying to eliminate some of that um, potential for errors and things as well. Yeah. And feedback. If there's something that doesn't fit in a category or whatever, they'll put it in the wrong category. Say, no, 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 this is this because of this. And then, yeah. you know, like anything, you learn by mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Toby knows a guy for me photos. He lives out of Melbourne. He's a pro sports photographer. and still ask, though. So. Now, I'm, I'm sort of looking more on the uh, $4 an item, like uh, Frankie. Uh, Tillian Bozin, good to see you guys. So the next thing I want to touch on is a funky little number sheet that you had up on Instagram. Um, now, do you want to talk us through what you like to call the loot machine? All right. So this this has come from the blog as well. So back in the day, this, this is part of the monthly summaries. I was tracking kind of how I was going. And it kind of fell by the wayside. <laughs> about a year ago when Bubbles was born. And originally the data was coming in from form inputs. So I'd make a sale and I'd go in, jump in the form, punch all the details in, submit, all done. And every time I go out sourcing, same thing, recording what I'm finding, what I'm paying, using Google Sheets and Google Forms to record the photos of the items and the receipts as well. So there's my proceeding process and tracking. So if I ever get audited, I can go back and everything is right there for auditor to have a look at. Packing, same thing, tracking time, um, number of items shipped, and obviously sales. And then having the whole lot like visible in a dashboard is just an easy way to have a glance like, quite quickly where you're at and hopefully you're making enough money and my only goal is to make a particular gross profit per hour number, which means I'm doing better than going to work you know, full time. That's the number I'm trying to beat because ideally in, I want to say 13 years, I'd like to retire at kind of 50 and just do this full time. Mm. Yeah. Um, part of this recent uh, iteration was actually a conversation with Toby, Captain Upshot Nerd. So we've kind of been bouncing ideas off each other for the last 
few days and I had Monday off and decided that it would be a good idea to spend a few hours of trying to combine some of the stuff that we'd been uh, talking about. Uh, Toby's asking me to click the formula, which I'm not going to do. Um, so yeah, this is, we ended up tying things together and I've taken the time elements out of the form entry. I'm trying to trying to streamline that form entry to be as efficient as possible. And what I was finding is I'd, uh, for example, go to pack something and I'd, I'd get to the unit and I'd pack something and before you know, I'm, I'm like some amount of time down the line, I've gone, oh, how, how long have I been here again? And I'm kind of was having that problem because when I was going into the form, I had no way to actually, you know, track where I'd started from. And that was, it called me out quite a few times and it became really quite annoying. And Toby had been talking about some stuff using a, a program or website called Zapier, which is kind of like a, a way to tie in different apps and things. So, for example, you can use eBay with Zapier to pull in a sales record. And when I first, I actually looked at this a long time ago and thought, well, it only has one record, maybe it's not very good. And Monday I thought, oh, I'll give it a crack. And it's actually got a lot of information that we can pull out of that one particular sales record to help with uh, all of those little metrics there, including marketplace fees, the shipping, and the cost of goods. Now, the cost of goods is calculated from my SKU by pulling a figure out after a dollar sign. That's as simple as that. And the time value is now pulled from another app called Harvest. So now when I get to the unit, for example, pack something, I'll pull up the app, I'll select uh, packing, hit start, and then I can forget about it. Get on with packing, whatever, hour goes by. When I finish, jump in the app, push stop. That's it. Start, stop, done. Now it automatically goes to here and records the time. So if I get a sale, same thing. It's all auto and it's all live. I still, still got a couple of things to sort out with the shipping because I tried to tie it into PayPal and PayPal only works for sales records and not actual purchases because I was trying to go with Australia Post and you cannot use that either unless you have a, an account contract with Australia Post to be able to use their API, which is an application program interface. Um, sounds like a lot of gobbledygook, but in the, in the end I used the sales record from eBay again. And because I use business policies, do you use business policies? Uh, no. Okay, so I have business policies set up for shipping. So I basically only use, I want to say like five or six different ones. So every listing that I do, particularly on the phone, is always the same thing. And so the shipping is calculated by just taking that, um, let's say it was small 500 grams or whatever I think it comes through as, and then querying that against uh, just a simple VLOOKUP to work out what the rate is. So the shipping is the most inaccurate figure of the whole lot. It's still, I would say 98% inaccurate, and it's always going to be overestimating what it actually is, because obviously with the bands and that on Australia Post, you get 
discounts as well. But everything else is pretty much spot on. Uh, you'll see there that I've, I've pre-filled it with a couple of different things. The, the sourcing is roughly accurate. It includes some of that uh, stuff from the garage sale trail and a few hundred dollars I spent over the last couple of weeks. The sales is missing probably most of the data from the previous few weeks as well, which is why the cash flow has a massive number there at the bottom in the negative. Um, and everything else is pretty much as it should be. As you can see, I've been very lazy on listing in the last week with one item. <laughs> yeah. So, um, this sort of stuff just <laughs> explodes in my head that how you've actually put this together. Um, it absolutely fascinates me because I'm someone that's not that I, I couldn't do something like this. Just how you've done, how you've set this up, absolutely amazes me. Um, if there, I mean, obviously you've explained the websites and stuff, but for someone that kind of wanted to go to these depths and set this up, what um, what sort of advice would you give them? Where to look? Oh, good question. Well, you can start with Zapier and go from there, I suppose. Um, there are there's a bit of coding behind some of the back end for some of the formulas and expressions to pull things out. Maybe if you want to use Google Sheets and you do a few Google Sheets tutorials. Yeah. Look, between myself and Toby, like, we've both spent a bit of time on spreadsheets over the last several years. Um, and yeah, there's still still a bit of time investment for both of us to get where we are for our separate little things. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if you want to do it, be prepared to put in some work to actually learn how to do it. Yeah, I can't see this being something you're going to learn overnight, that's for sure. Um, um, uh, Frank is the definition of activity-based funding. You could sell this info to the government to help them learn how to track staff's activities. Now, you, you obviously, you've obviously got a good background when it comes to this sort of stuff because you've got you've set that blog up so well, you've set this up so well. We've all seen you work with the five dollar thrift challenge. It's obviously a passion of yours. Is this something that you may do as a side hustle on top of your side hustle? So. You know, setting up websites for people. Is this something that would interest you? It's funny you say that because I have way, way back in the day. So I've, I've got a business degree and I majored in information systems and electronic commerce. In the early years, I actually did spend a fair bit of time setting up websites with like, hard-coded HTML before all style sheets and all, all the ones these days which are pretty easy to use, like you know, Wix and Squarespace and all that sort of stuff. Um, Probably not so much the website building because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's a, a lot that goes on behind that in the background. But some of this sort of stuff, yeah, potentially. Like I, I do like the productivity side of things and, and making things easier. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Today we had a new project come up and it's kind of last minute. We've got a meeting tomorrow that we needed to get some stuff organised for. And I've got a little script which has a predetermined uh, sequence of folders that need to be made for the area that I work in, which is health and safety. 
So I made this quite a while ago and I've used it a few times since. So new project, make a new folder, jump in there, and I just hit a couple of keys and it will it will just start at the top and make all these folders with different titles in them. And even when I see that now, I'm like, how how helpful could this be for many, many people just to have like something like this that can just help you get a little bit more done every day to free up some time to do whatever you want. Either get home to family a little bit quicker, you can try and get that pay rise by getting more stuff done. You know, you're it's kinda of like having a a super ability where you can just do all the stuff like super quickly. And, and I don't know, you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah, I love it. If, if anyone does have any questions for Frank about this sort of stuff, drop them in because we're at the 53-minute mark already, mate. Uh, we were going to talk some books and that tonight, but I, I just don't think we're going to get the time. So it might mean we might have to get you back on in the new year That's to purely right. talk about books. I, I um, a, a message from Samson TV a couple of weeks ago now who, who said thank you for some of the audio hockey stuff that I put out ages ago and that was a, a little quick script that just opens up a bunch of windows in facebook marketplace for um everything that you're searching for even something as simple as that which is literally a five or ten minute thing to set up or anyone doing like reselling or looking for things like that super helpful yeah absolutely and uh i did watch sam's video we did give you a plug in that one um for that stuff so and if you do if anyone does want to see that i will drop the link for that in the description after this i'll update the uh, description for that video uh toby is saying zapier is a super powerful removing constraints is a fundamental improvement in process walking meant putting your shoes on and trying tying your laces well that zapier makes you fly instead of walk there you go you think about it now, like I go fast forward to June 30, aside from the other crap I've still got to sort out before this, now it's already there. My entire tax return is done. Yeah, I Isn't love that. <laughs> we upload a CSV to OzPost and a CSV back into eBay with the tracking button quick if you have the files all pre-formatted. We're not big enough for APIs yet. I might have to have a look at that. Uh, too much Josie chain. Directly interrogate it to and stop uploading anything. Uh, is Zapier free to do stuff like this? Drew's asking. Uh, it is to a to a point like most things. Same with the Harvest app. It's free for one user, and at the moment it's going to do what I need it to do. I think the free version of Zapier has a thousand tasks. So if I am I don't know, if I'm doing a lot of stuff, then maybe, but I think the premium version is like 20, 20 US a month, which of course is tax deductible, and yeah, that, that'll be a no-brainer if I ever get to that point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kirstie's saying, try to set up Zapier to push sale records in your accounting system. Worked with the test, but then fell over with the actual sales. Need to take another look. Yeah, take another look. I had issues with Harvest as well when I was trying to get that set up. And to be honest, I spent more time on that than the actual eBay time because for whatever reason, it was pulling through the test data and telling me that I could 
Like I can make an invoice and see that, but the actual timesheet data, for whatever reason, just would not pull it through. And you know, I ended up redoing it a couple of times, and then finally it worked. So I'm just pretty happy about that. Um, Sam wants to check out the hotkeys again. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely drop that below the link to that video, so anyone watching back can find that easily too. Uh, Leanne, you are late, but you can watch it back. Um, so, what, where are we at the sub count? Have we got you to a couple hundred yet, or what? Are we there? I think it was getting close. Getting close. Uh, look, if we're not quite there, I'll let it stretch out till midnight tonight, and then I'm shutting it off. <laughs> um, I'll put a post up on Instagram after this with a question, and you can drop in there what challenge you want me to do next week. Because next week, I'm going to be chatting with Sam, Second Life Sales. She's going to be here next Thursday. And we're at to go. Can we get five more to 200? And I will put a post up and um, I will do a challenge next week. Only if we get Frank to 200 because I'm telling you, it's definitely worth checking out his channel. He's had some awesome interviews as well, some awesome people on there, especially that last bloke. He was a yeah, good-looking reseller. <laughs> um, the hotkey stuff, and then, yeah, it's just it's an amazing channel. So if you are a reseller and you're not sub to Frank, I'm telling you, it's only going to benefit your business, that's for sure. Sub yeah, to I'm probably, probably going to take a step back from YouTube for a little bit and put a bit more content back on the blog because I've you know, kind of gone way too far one way. Like, I do like writing as well. Yeah. I, uh, I look forward to following the blog along again because uh, I always enjoyed that. It was something a bit different too because we've got the YouTube, we've got the Instagram and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But the blog was just, I always found that nice to just kick back. I was following along your journey a bit and I was learning, especially when I was definitely um, fresh into the reselling too. Uh, we ain't subbed already, yeah. I mean, a lot of the people here would be. He's one sing the crows song and wear crow shit i i just don't know people don't want to see that that's um i don't know i could understand if it was a team that was half successful but adelaide crows may not be in the competition within a couple of years the way they're going so and the blog is definitely your point of difference yeah it's bloody awesome i'm loving it so um we're almost done, mate. We've got one minute left. What What's coming up in the future? You said you're going to push more into the blog, step back from YouTube. Do you have any other plans for your social side of things that we can follow along outside of that? Well, you can always follow, I guess, reselling stuff on Rob's channel as well because obviously we've been getting out and about and doing a bit of that. We're actually going out on Saturday games, taking me to some secret place that sells a lot of VHS, which funnily enough is going to benefit him more than me, I'm sure. But he will be doing a little bit more of that. And after that, I've got, I want to say I've got like five good posts like kicking around in my brain that I want to get up. I've got some time off over Christmas, which I'm going to be using to do some of that. I just bought a book called Green Swans, which is about renewable revolution be reading that as well and you'll probably see a little bit more 
but perhaps even like investment focus related stuff coming out everyone keen to get back into that and kind of build on my time say time poor so I'm, I'm kind of limited unless I hire more people to get that throughput but what I've got and the money that's coming in I'm going to be directing towards those investments as well yeah yeah no I love it uh when you merchant again rob's having a laugh look mate i wish you all the best this weekend i hope you get some points on him because i think he's got the last couple on you and uh i'm rooting for you mate i'm rooting for you <laughs> i love it because you've got some good stuff but you know i was digging through some of the stuff i found the other day and there was five books that i picked up for like three bucks and they sold for 55 bucks in a week just this kind of like bread and butter stuff that I'm yeah just going, it's not fancy, but it does the trick. I'd love to see. I've got a suggestion for a video from the two of you. In a few months' time, when it's all said and done, from that particular that weekend, so those two days, I'd love to see a what sold video between the two of you and see who actually made the most profit. That's how we find the points, eh? Because we're looking at Rob picking up this holy grail. I mean, that book, those books that you've got and you've sold, you've sold them already. None well, of us. No, well, that's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. And the real this is a reselling challenge. If you're not selling it, I don't know if it counts. So I'm thinking maybe you just do a what's sold together because I look at the books and I, I don't know nothing. I know what um, his grail is, but I don't know what the books are. So when it's all said and done, whoever's got the most profit, I think uh, here we go. Pathetic sale. <laughs> Get grails. Get grails. <laughs> I've, I haven't really listed much of that lot yet, but there is one item which was a dollar. So a Lego 616 little cargo ship still mint in the box. I've got that listed for $200 at the moment. That took about, I reckon, two minutes to list. <laughs> and that thing sells, I'll, I'll be telling Rob about that. <laughs> Rob sure. saying, what about the Tigers jersey sold? That's true, but I did help him sell it as well. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, we're going to wrap that up here at the hour. We were going to talk books tonight, but we're run out of time. That's always the way. Every time I get someone on, hours not long enough, but that's what we're capping it. So I'm going to get you back on next year, Frankie, and we'll have another chat and we'll talk all about books and bundles and uh, all that sort of stuff because I really want to pick your brain about that sort of thing because – that fascinates me, your knowledge on that as well. So um, going to do that. So thank you very much for coming on. It's been a pleasure chatting with you as always. Tomorrow night, for anyone lingering around, Reseller Wars kicks off. So I'm oh, yes. pumped to get into that. It's going to be a ton of fun. We have some awesome people coming on. So um, if you don't know what it is, you're just going to have to come over. It's it's just going to be a bit of fun. I've got, a, uh, got the, one of the prizes over here. You're actually playing for a thrifted cup. So the winner, overall winner, will get the the Reseller Wars trophy. So um, before people on tomorrow night, we will have a special guest referee and it's just going to be a bit of fun. So 8.30 Melbourne time on this channel. Come over and say g'day. So... Thanks again, Frank. It's been good. Everyone get over and sub to Frank. I'm going to put a thing up on Instagram. We'll suss out a challenge for next week. Next Thursday, I'll be chatting with Sam. 
Second Life Sales, and it's possibly the last interrogation for 2020. We're going to have a break for a few weeks. Enjoy our Christmas holidays and the sales, and um, we'll get back into it next year. So thank you, Frank. Thanks, everyone, for hanging around. Go over, sub to this man, and you're going to learn a few thing or two. So, cheers, mate.